On today's podcast, we talk financing. I'm interviewing Sean DeClerc, CEO of Kick Further, and they are actually giving away $250,000 in no-cost financing right now. There's some major backers to that promotion, uh, and you can find about it at grow.kickfurther.com. I'll have the link in the show notes, and I'll bring Sean on in just a moment. It's a good one to listen to if you need to finance your inventory to buy product on Amazon. This is the My Amazon Guy podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Pope, founder of the agency My Amazon Guy. Tune in each week to learn how to grow your Amazon sales. All right, I'm now joined by Sean. Thank you for coming on the My Amazon Guy podcast. Hey, Stephen. Thank you. It's uh, great to be here. Well, cool. Uh, For a lot of people selling on Amazon, they don't really know what financing options are available. A lot of us are just new business owners. So first of all, what is Kick Further? Yeah. So um, I think financing, it's one of those things that like until you have to deal with it, you just don't want to deal with it, right? Like as a product entrepreneur. What's this money thing? Yeah, exactly. Like why, you know? But um, but but what we found is that uh, it's it's often better to get ahead of the ball, you know. So so to solve this problem early. So what Kick Further is is we are an online uh, inventory funding platform, and what that means is we've got a, a group of a community of very interested funders that want to fund physical inventory for product businesses located in the U.S. right now. Um, And what that means is they'll come in, they will fund the production of your inventory. You as a product business owner would get the inventory delivered to your warehouse or whatever else, no dollar, no, no money out of your pocket. And then that inventory is placed on a consignment agreement. So then as you sell through that inventory through whatever business means you sell your inventory, um, that triggers the consignment contract and then you pay our funders back based on how many units of inventory are sold. So it's a no cost pay as you sell inventory funding. We think that we've created uh, the most flexible inventory funding solution for product businesses. Kind of sounds like uh, like a Kickstarter almost for Amazon sellers, something like that. Yeah, similar. I would say the key difference um, between us and rewards crowdfunding is on Kickstarter, on Indiegogo, you're kind of expecting that you have to deliver the stuff that gets funded, right? So somebody, you know, pre-funds you and then they're kind of expecting as a reward to get one of your pieces at, at a discount or something. Whereas with Kickfurther, they're funding the inventory, but it's being placed on consignment with you. And then you can distribute that in whatever way makes sense for your business, whether you're selling it in a container load to Target or you're selling, you know, an individual item through Amazon um, or you're selling a case, you know, to the Amazon sellers platform, right? Like you're doing a small PO to the Amazon sellers. So why do you, why did you come up with your business model? Like what was the precipice that said, Hey, I think this is a good idea. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, um, my background, so my family's been running a supply chain management company for 40 years out of China. It predates my existence by seven years. So I'm only, you know, 30, turning 34. <laughs> but um, I, I worked in the family business for a few years. And what I saw was that there was a big opportunity for us to start a merchandising company. So I did what I think a lot of entrepreneurs on this on, and your listeners did. We saw an opportunity. Well, I started up my own company to sell physical goods to retailers here in the U.S., leveraging my supply chain knowledge. And that company grew from 600000 to a million dollars of sales 
um, between the first and the second year. And by the second year, we were getting these $200,000 purchase orders from retailers. And I had to find uh, $120,000 of finance to pay my factory before I could make the money by delivering the inventory to the retailer. And I went out into the market and I tried to find somebody that would provide the finance for um, my business. And literally the cost of finance uh, took my business from a profitable growing enterprise to losing money on every order that we funded. And it just seemed like there was a massive gap between how expensive capital was for me, my business, um, and the fact that at the same time, my money sitting in a bank account was earning practically nothing, losing value every day, right, to, to inflation. And so it's like, why don't we bring those people that have capital, right, and we connect them to the businesses that need capital to fund their inventory, and we can create a win-win solution, right? And that was kind of the idea with KickFurther. And uh, yeah, that was six years ago. So here we are today. Well, it sounds like the idea is working. Uh, I, I do have one client that currently uses um, your service, and they seem to be happy. Um, and uh, we've, we've started mentioning it to our other clients based on that feedback. Um, so what to, you know, what's the, what's the common thing a client tells you when they use your service? Um, you know, it's, it's normally like, Hey, we don't have enough finance. We've got more opportunities than we have the finance available. Right. And what, that's like probably the number one reason why we have people come to well, kick further. One of the most fun things to do as an Amazon seller is to source new products, right? Like fastest way to grow sales on Amazon is source more products, yeah. but it also requires a lot of capital, right? And so um, most crazy entrepreneurs, and I call them crazy because, you know, uh, this Amazon thing is not passive income, as I like to say. It's one of my catchphrases, uh, but uh, it's a very rewarding thing to see it develop and work. And there's definitely a margin and an opportunity to sell on Amazon. But when, uh, when you've got a hundred product ideas, it's like, which one do you choose? Well, it sounds like you're able to help them execute it in a, in a new and innovative way. Um, so the benefit of using uh, your platform, obviously lower costs, it sounds like. Um, what about the engagement between the investor and, and the, uh, the person getting the money? Is there any, any synergies there that are worth mentioning? Yeah, well, well, I'll tell you, um, you know, it's not just, it's not that invent our, our financing is lower cost. It's, it's no cost to the business until they start selling the inventory. So the, right. the any, cost any, to apply, any risk any with that, that or? No. So that's, that's one of the things we've built this to be extremely flexible for business owners, right? I was a product entrepreneur. I know how tight every single dollar is when you're running a product business. And if you go to a financing platform and they're charging you, a due diligence fee, right? Like just to, just to qualify whether or not that you're eligible to receive finance, which can happen sometimes. Um, so there's no cost, no dollars out of the pocket to the business owner. And we, when you compare us to other financing, we come in at about 30% less. So the building the relationship with the community works extremely well. So you're a, you're an individual, you're an entrepreneur, you've got your business, you're being you're being judged by your performance against the commitments you make to our community. And if you follow through on those commitments, what we've seen is that businesses are able to raise, uh, fund more inventory and they're able to, 
to fund it at a lower cost. So we've seen businesses that go from raising $20,000 to raising hundreds of thousands of dollars in a matter like in less than a year on our platform because they have that ability to build a relationship and build uh, credibility directly with the people that are funding them. One of, the, one of the benefits that I saw to your platform was that it's, it's almost like getting some publicity for the items to sell, right? Like, do you see, uh, what are your opinions on that? Like, uh, do, you, do you see some pickup on, on the actual launch plan and ordering? Yeah, I mean, so we, it's this, I'll say the, uh, the impact there is variable depending on the product, right? So our community of funders um, skews to uh, male, predominantly male. So it's like mostly guys, 70 to 80% male. Um, and it's uh, younger adults. So think between the ages of like 25 to 40, I would say is where the large sure. share of our users are. So if you have a product and that's your demographic, you can expect to see a lift, right? As you're promoting this product to those types of people, you're going to see some increased sell through. Um, if, if you're selling like a professional grade hospital bed, right? You're probably yeah. not going to sell a lot. Of those, <laughs> right? And it's like, we want to be flexible for enterprise stuff all the way down to the consumer level. So right. it really depends on the product, you know? Well, I, I need a bedpan this morning. So, all right. Um, <laughs> all right. So there are a lot of different financing options out there. So let's, let's assume that the listeners today have never financed something and your platform is going to be good for some of them, but not all of them. And sometimes it's good to just talk general best practices to add some value to the community. So like, what would you tell people who have never financed before? Where do you start? What do you need to know? What are the common pitfalls? That kind of stuff. Yeah. So um, the number one thing I would say is go talk to uh, find out where you can get an SBA loan, small business administration loan, right? And start that process because the number one downside to those loans is that they are, um, they take a long time to get, right? But it's pretty much if you qualify there, that'll be the cheapest capital you can get. It won't be super scalable, but it's a great capital source to establish early and they're designed for small businesses, right? So it's really like I would encourage everyone to look at that first. Um, and we're very happy to work with them, right? We often provide supplemental finance and supplemental funding on top of SBA loans. Um, so I would say that's great for pretty much everyone. And at the very least, you find out what you need to do, right? To get to secure that loan. And you wanna do that information, that fact finding as soon as possible. Um, there's a lot of different solutions. So if you're like, just getting started, um, Kiva Zip, K I V A Z I P, is really interesting. They're zero cost, up to $10,000, and they're kind of like a crowdfunding solution ish as well. Um, and then you've got, uh, if you have an immediate demand, you need really fast capital. Um, revenue based finance can often move very quickly. So groups like uh, ClearBank or uh, cabbage on deck though you know they're not um, they kind of have reduced their credit lines uh, those groups can move very quickly they can get you funds within you know 48 hours uh, but they're typically more expensive and they've got more restrictive warrants and requirements around those deals more, sounds uh, like more paperwork more well so they 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 make it really really easy for you to sign very aggressive deals right so it's like sure. click this button 
and sign away your business, right? And it's like, oh, sure. I just have to do this one checkbox, like, you know, and then it's, it's actually kind of like, if you don't, you don't carefully read those agreements, you might not know, like, w- how much you're getting into, right? So it's like, that's, it's actually, they make it easy. They make it really, really easy. And that's what's dangerous, right? Like, so, um, that's the American way, right? Put everything on loan <laughs> and credit card. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can, um, I can see that. Per, per, personal preaching here. Uh, if you don't have six months of personal financing to keep your uh, mortgage paid, do not, do not uh, mortgage the house off. Uh, all right. So, so what's some common mistakes other than uh, getting into too much debt, as I just hinted at? Um, what are some common mistakes people make when they finance a deal? Um, that's a good question. Probably, I think the number one mistake that we see um, is I think all entrepreneurs, it's in our DNA to be pretty optimistic, right? Like, why else would you do the, you know, start a business and do all this, right? If you weren't pretty optimistic that things were going to work. And I think if you Fail often, fail fast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I would say like, if you've got um, like what you want, like what we see is like being a little bit too optimistic on your sales projections, right? It's better to under promise and over deliver, right? Than it is to over promise and under deliver, right? And that's the thing I would say that like, that's a, a good piece of advice to consider as you go through financing in pretty much any, any way, right? Like, Do- can you give me an example on, on, on the practical application of that theory? Yeah, sure. So if you are taking out a loan for $100,000 and you're projecting, you know, that you're going to grow 200% and so you're going to be able to pay that entire loan back next month, right? And so you sign a document that says, hey, if I don't pay this loan back by next month, you own my whole business and everything, right? And then, and then you get your sales are only 125% growth instead of 200%, right? And then you can't pay back the loan. And suddenly you've made a whole bunch of agreements and warrants and promises based on optimistic projections, right? As opposed to saying, look, it, you know, I, I think I can grow 200%, but instead I'm going to model out and I'm going to project that I only grow 100%, right? And then if you grow 125%, you overperform on the loan, you pay it back then you're able to take on more credit, right? You're able to keep everybody happy and you're able to retain control of your business, right? So it's like, it protects you and it protects your relationships, the important professional relationships you're gonna uh, create, right? All right, so, so I, I get that. Don't, don't take too much debt on. Don't try and pay the debt back too fast. Um, what, other, what other mistakes should people be aware of? Well, it's not even just don't try and pay the debt back too fast. What I would say is don't promise to pay funding back faster than you can reasonably deliver. You, you right? worded it way better than I did. Thank you for <laughs> <Yeah>. that clarification. <laughs> like, like make sure that what you're promising is something you feel like 120% confident that you can deliver so that you protect yourself, right? First and foremost, I would always say that. I like that. Okay. Um, what are some common things that people should do so instead of talking about mistakes, now we're talking about like best practices, things that people should be doing. Yeah, I would say uh, most entrepreneurs I see, they get started and they have one channel that's very successful, right? I think for a lot of your listeners, maybe they're doing really well on Amazon. Um, what I think all product entrepreneurs, I encourage them to, to build a diversity of distribution channels because you don't know what's going to happen. Like, I, I don't expect Amazon to go anywhere, right? But let's say it 
disappears. And that's but your they could suspend your account tomorrow and not right. even tell you why. Exactly. Right. So they suspend your account or they lock up your funds because you're, you get a spike in refunds or a spike in returns or something weird happens. Right. Like, so if what we see is that um, I would encourage all entrepreneurs to invest in anti-fragility, which means building redundancy throughout your business, right? You want to have redundancy in your supplier relationships. You don't want to have one factory that's the only factory that knows how to make your stuff because what happens if something happens to them, right? Or tariffs increase through that country or whatever else happens, right? So you want to have redundancy in your supply chain. You want to have redundancy in the distribution of your inventory. You don't want to have just one customer and you don't want to have just one supplier. And if you you have redundancy in both of those places, what you've built is an anti-fragile um, product company. And that has a lot more value um, and is much more likely to succeed than, than something that has a single point of failure anywhere within the business plan. Make, makes a lot of sense. So I like the redundancy um, tip and I like the diversity tip. Um, so I also own my Etsy guy, my Walmart guy, my eBay guy. We're very, we're very, uh, favorable of launching on more platforms. Um, we also recommend companies invest into their own website. Uh, I also own my Shopify guy.site. So um, big fan of that mention. Um, with that said, Amazon does still tend to be about 80% of the pie for most companies that are still doing all of those platforms. Um, it does take a lot of investment. So um, so, all right. So with that said, uh, let's, uh, let's turn it over to some of the products that you might find on, on kick further. So you mentioned, you mentioned hospital beds. Uh, what's a, what's a fun product that you've seen financed? A fun product that I've seen Mo or interesting, man. whatever first thing that comes to your mind, <laughs> man, I have to be careful because that my growth team, you know, cause, cause I want to make sure that, uh, that I don't talk about companies that are, you know, off brand. We've fun we funded some really, really fun products. So if you go to kickfurther.com slash co-ops funded, they're all public. So you can take a look at, you know, any of these companies. Um, I would say one of the products that I like that got a big lift um, on distribution in our platform was uh, Tame the Beast, which is like a, you know, branded male, like shampoo, like all in one soap, conditioner, shampoo, face wash, body wash kind of thing, right? So uh, we funded the product. I use it. Now it's the only thing I use. So that is like a big win and a big success story for me. Um, we funded a lot of really fun stuff. We just I'm, did one. That I'm was like on the site game. now. I'm seeing everything from grocery. Uh, we got tea. Um, in fact, one of our, our own clients is on the, on the homepage right now. I'll give them a mention. I know they'd be cool with it. Fresher Products Limited uh, is also on there and they've raised over $46,000 in the last two days. And How long did it take them? Uh, well, I mean, based on seeing this, uh, uh, I'm not really sure how to read this, to be honest. I haven't, haven't been a, a, I'll a, tell you. an expert 40, on oh, $46,000 raised in eight minutes. Yeah, I'll share my screen here. So uh, for those that are, are watching on YouTube, they can see the screen here. So they've got some basting brushes. Some of this marketing is ours, actually. We built some of the designs with them. Um, so yeah, so they've got, uh, and we've been working with these guys almost three years. So um, they have a really cool brand. They sell everything from, uh, uh, from uh, barbecue items to um, hungry fan grilling, a lot of cool stuff. So yeah, so, so it sounds like they, uh, they raised it pretty quick then. Eight minutes. Yeah. That's one of the things that, um, you know, we, we think that we do a great job of making sure that, uh, 
great companies are making it to our marketplace and to our users. So we have really high user confidence. 99.5% of all businesses that make it through Kickfurther's qualification are successfully funded on our platform. That's a pretty good metric. Um, all right. So you got a lot of books behind you. You, you, you probably <laughs> have read a few of them. What's, uh, what's the latest book on your mind these days? And would you recommend uh, our listeners give it a whirl? Hmm. That's great. Um, so I think what would be really interesting, so I read this great book called um, Influence, and I forget the name of the author, but it talks about essentially like different little psychological tricks that you can use that kind of like motivate people in ways that you wouldn't expect it. That to me is like very interesting from a digital marketing and sales perspective, and I would recommend that. Um, I also just finished, we, we do a book club at Kickfurther. Um, with our employees because it's like kind of a fun way of like uh, connecting and stuff. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So we just finished um, Chris Voss's never split the difference in kick further's book club. And that teaches, it sounds like uh, kind of soft, right? But it teaches tactical empathy and how to negotiate and sell at like high, like, like uh, executive enterprise well, level sales. So we're going to put a link to the never split the difference. I've already found it on Amazon and this thing's got 3,500 five-star reviews. So I think that one people like it. Yeah. Um, pretty great. Good. I always love to know what other entrepreneurs are reading and what they're doing. Um, so last question for you, what makes your heart sing? And I know it's a weird question. <laughs> but... What makes my heart sing? You know, I have to say consistently, um, when we started this business five years ago, it was so scary. Like, in the early days, not knowing if anybody even wanted your product, right? Like those early days were like scary. And I would say the the first time I remember when we put a deal up, it was $1,400, right? Like tiny compared yeah. to what we are today. And when that first deal got funded from people that I didn't know, a community of users that I'd never met in person, that was like the most m amazing moment. And then now today we still you know, we'll get these emails back from businesses that are, that are like, I, I couldn't believe it, how quickly I got funded. This was the most amazing thing ever. Right. And it's like, to know that we're helping entrepreneurs solve this problem that was so annoying and painful for me. Right. And like, it's really working. We've created something here that's working. Like that I think is the best feeling an entrepreneur can ask for. Right. To, to know that you're, you're creating real value. Well, I appreciate you, Sean, coming on the My Amazon Guy podcast. You had a, a bunch of uh, great advice and clarity. Um, so uh, if uh, anybody's joining us from the Kick Further audience, you haven't heard about My Amazon Guy, just a 30-second intro about us. We're a full-service Amazon agency, over 100 clients based in Atlanta, Georgia, 30 employees. We do everything it takes to grow sales on Amazon, uh, everything from traffic improvements to uh, conversion improvements, design, PPC, SEO, all that good stuff. Um, so thanks for listening in today. We hope you hit that subscribe button and check out kickfurther.com. Awesome. Thank you very much, Stephen. It was great being here. This was the My Amazon Guy podcast with Stephen Pope. Each episode helps you grow your sales on Amazon through ideas on traffic and conversion rate improvements. Hit that subscribe button right now to tune in each week. And if you need more help, go to myamazonguy.com.